This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. What's up, y'all? Happy weekend. I'm excited to be hanging out with you guys again this weekend. Make sure you check out the best bits with Raymundo. I had him on this weekend. It was super fun to talk about. We shared our last, like, last TV show we watched, last thing we ate. We also talked about our Valentine's Day plans, and Ray told me what I should do as a single person on Valentine's Day. And it was not good advice, but it's hilarious to hear. So definitely go check that out. And I'm so excited to hang out with you guys this weekend and count down some of the bits. So let's go. Abby confessed something about a missed connection she had. Basically, she shared this missed connection with us, and then we found out, well, something about it wasn't exactly true. So, here you go. Number seven. It's time. Abby, I don't know what you're here to tell us, if it's a confession, if it's just you wanting to get this out in the open so we don't find out about it from somebody else, but I'm going to set it up because I don't know where this is going. Abby is on the show. Abby's single. She's been trying to find love for a long time. Occasionally, she has a little boyfriend, and that ends. We talk about it. The roller coaster. Sometimes she jumps in way too fast, too quick. Right, guys? Yeah, yeah, sometimes, yeah. a lot of times, all the time. So she's New Year's Eve. She flies into town. Back home. She gets in an Uber. She's sharing an Uber with a guy because they're saving money. And they strike up a conversation. She thinks he's cute. He invites her to go to some New Year's thing. Or at least she says it. She says she saw it, but she never got it. And she's telling, it's a misconnection. We're on the air going, does anyone know this guy? A listener finds the guy. So ah. Abby doesn't know what to say back to him, really. So we spin the wheel, lands on me. I write the message back. It's a poem. It's a lovely poem. <laughs> lovely, oh, beautiful poem. And then all of a sudden, we didn't get a response. We, we, we never heard back from him. We're talking about it like an hour ago. And Abby's like, I have something I need to tell you guys. So Abby, the cringe level, if 10 is the worst cringe ever, how cringy is it? Uh, I'd say eight, maybe oh, nine. That's, oh, that's, that's cringy. very cringy. Oh, I like it. so high. Okay. Abby, what happened? Is it a confession or are you just angry? Or are you sad or what? Uh, it's not really a confession. Well, okay. So remember when a caller called in and like said uh, to check my hidden mm-hmm. messages and I did? 
Well, I, the other day I was looking in, again just because I didn't really know of that hidden inbox. So I was just like looking at messages and guess who I come across? Read. Like he did send me a message. So the one that I sent your e- email to or whatever to was the wrong read. We sent the it's, love poem to the wrong yes, guy. Yes, it's not the same guy. <laughs> but you they said both, he looked like him. He you does. said that was him. No, and they both play the fiddle. They both have brown hair. What? Because remember, the other one was private, so I couldn't look at him. This is ridiculous. So it went to a, the wrong read. And he did send me that invitation that night. And I just didn't see it. <laughs> okay. So she fell in love with the guy, saw his Instagram, was like, oh, that's him for sure. So she was Well, in- no, she said even when we found it, it was private. It was hard to see him, but you thought it was him. Yeah, because I looked this guy up so and that he plays wasn't fiddle. Him. So both of these reads play fiddle love in triangle. Nashville. Wow. We got a love triangle. All three of them. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so now what? Yeah, now. I, I think we just. Hey, copy and paste uh, the poem. No, no, Send no. it back over to the other one. Let's just let it go. Why? Why? Because, guys. No, you came on. across let me, like, let me, let me talk reason. to Abby. Abby, go ahead. I'm going to tell you why. What's up? Well, that was three, almost four weeks ago at this Great. point. Now you just... don't look like you're readily available. Now you're playing hard to get. Do you, <laughs> you not want to go out with them? I don't even know at this point. I'm like, wow, he didn't do anything wrong. You're acting like he did something wrong. He literally messaged you. Yes. So why would you not? I don't know. Are you nervous? Is it because you're nervous about it? Well, because I've already talked about it so much on here and to the no chance if he plays a fiddle in a bluegrass band, he's ever even heard of this show. (laughs) That's true. And if he does, he hates it. So (laughs) you're all good. Yeah, I could. I just can't believe that. Message him back, not the poem. Say hey, coffee. I, hey, no, 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 hold on. Don't just write coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Say, hey, I just saw this. I didn't know we had hidden messages. Wow, how are you doing? That's it. Oh, you have a reason now to message him back. I like that. Much better. We're back on track. So then guys. maybe that was meant to be. Yeah. Oh, but have oh. you gone out with anybody else since then? That's... Nope. None? Oh. Oh, she's smiling. Why is she being I mean, all here? She has white. Well, she didn't have to tell us if she has, but have you? No. <laughs> no, you said to say no. Just leave it at that. So, so, it's so no. yes, but you don't want to say yes. <laughs> and that's why she doesn't want to message this dude because she's obviously she's, seeing yeah. someone. She's in love she's with like, someone else. I'm blinking really often. Are you engaged? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not. So, no. But, okay, but let me just say this. You don't. So you don't want to message the guy right now? I'm going to hold off. Why don't you message him anyway? It's not like you're in a... Committed relationship. Abby, this is you going too hard, too fast with one other guy. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'll message him. See, this, this is a recurring thing. Oh my thing. gosh. <laughs> my this brain. This over. is how my brain Abby is. thinks she's married. That's what I'm saying. I understand she doesn't want to message this Reed guy because she's already, she's involved. She yes. thinks she's involved. She thinks she's, she's been committed. on like two dates. I'm just guessing. Yeah, I know we're guessing, but what's yeah. your hypothesis? Yeah. My, it is that she she doesn't want to mess this up because she's committed to this other guy. Yeah. <laughs> this other guy is probably going out with eight girls on an app and isn't committed to Abby, but Abby doesn't want to mess it up. Hey, we've seen this movie before. Golly. Mm-hmm. Abby messaged the other guy too. Okay. I love will. you, Abby. I just like putting my effort into one thing at a time. We know, you know? and it, it smothers. That's called smothering an animal with a blanket. <laughs> It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two.
Charles Kelly stopped by our show this week and he talked about his journey to sobriety and it was a really vulnerable, emotional interview and just really cool to hear from Charles from where he started to where he is now. He also gave us a performance of his new song that he wrote about that journey to sobriety, which is called As Far As You Could. It's not on the podcast, but you can definitely go check it out at bobbybones.com. But the interview is right here. It's a really good one. You're going to love hearing this conversation between Bobby and Charles. Number six. He's born in Augusta, Georgia, 1981. One of the lead singers of the group. Now, Lady A, as you know, has a bunch of number ones. They have 11, as a matter of fact. But uh, just in case you need to know, here is Downtown. And I don't know why it don't take me downtown. But it, all their number ones is nothing. If you don't add in all the number ones he's written for other artists. For example, Luke Bryan, Do I? Do I turn you on Or Darius, Homegrown Honey. Or Brett Young, Here Tonight. We can just stay here in He's like 6'7". Again, from Lady A, let's welcome in Charles Kelly. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Charles Kelly. Charles, how are you, my friend? I'm good, man. You know, it's kind of a, I don't I won't say weird, but, you know, you wrote this song and it's a very serious, like meaningful song, but also like I like you as a friend and you're funny and it's like, well, we're going to get into a couple things here, but, uh, you know, it's like what do we do here? Am I gonna be this? Am I gonna have my word vomit like usually? Well, how do you, okay? Show? How do you feel? Just uh, generally, how do you feel today as compared to yesterday, as compared to a year ago? Yeah, I mean it's it, it's a journey. I mean, I think with anything, I mean it was you know I think it was obvious to to a lot of people. I mean it, it was time. You know it was it wasn't fun anymore for me. Um, I think the last three years it just had gotten to this point where it had escalated and it was you know, I had to do it. Like it wasn't even like I, you know, like I was getting any joy out of it. I was, it was just became a crutch, you know? So, um, I mean, everything has gotten infinitely better. I mean, do I not like to go to a cocktail party? That's really awkward for me. You know, if I'm going to be around drinking, I need to have like something I'm doing, whether it's a dinner or like golf, you know, I can have buddies around me drinking, but at least for now, you know, I'm a little over six months in, but just waking up, enjoying the mornings, I feel like I get to say I'm a sober dad now. You know, I'm way more present for him. I'm, you feel okay. healthy body-wise? Yeah. Yeah, I've lost about 15 pounds and working out every day. And Where did that come from, the 15 pounds? Was it just not uh, drinking or are you both, shifting? Yeah. Both. I mean, I think you go through a whole new mindset. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about the other day, like, I knew it. I knew something was going to have to happen, you know, and I was just, like, waiting. And luckily, you know, I didn't lose it all, but I almost did. I mean, my my marriage was kind of really really shaky the band definitely was concerned and i was like something's going to happen what is going to happen am i going to get pulled over am i going to get do something awful and and it just eventually was like why am i waiting for some giant disaster you know so um but it's been unbelievable man i mean my wife and i's relationship has turned around 180 i mean i think i just she was always concerned for me, you know, and, and you would say some of the worst things to the one that loves you the, the most, you know, and I think just for that, um, you know, that was my first goal with doing this was like, I need to save my marriage and be there for my boy. And then it was like, okay, now what's the next challenge? How do I get, how, do, how does my, how do, how do my bandmates trust me again, moving forward? And yeah, that took some with time. a lot of people. And I've dealt with yeah, a lot um, of people. addiction and, um, you know, alcoholism to a different level, but it has run rampant through my family and killed yeah. people. And mm. so from a different perspective, we're looking at the same like Genesis and, mm-hmm. and actions, but from different places. And with my mom, 
she tried, but I didn't feel like she was ever fully committed herself. I think she was trying for other people. Yeah. And there's a difference. When you try for other people, you she tended, I'll speak for her, to give up a little quicker mm-hmm. because she wasn't doing it for herself ever. That's that's such a – I mean, in the beginning, it's funny you said that. It wasn't until – you know, I won't go into the details of the, the work I've been doing, but it, it's a lot of work. And I think that was something that it took me a few months after – you know, putting the bottle down to actually be like, I've got to do this for me. Like in the beginning, it totally was, I'm trying to save my marriage. I'm trying to save my band and in my career, you know, and then all of a sudden it was like, I got to do this for me. And I started feeling better, started, you know, getting my confidence back. I started feeling more purpose. I think that's what, like where this song kind of came from. I was like, you know, I, I want this to mean something. I want this journey to have meant something, you know, and something good can come out of it. But, uh, it's weird, man. I, I just I feel like I, I had a great run, 25 years. I'd say the first 20 years of it, you know, it, it's kind of like what the song says. It was like, you're a part of my story. It was like, you took me places. I mean, I don't know if I would have ever moved to Nashville if I didn't have some drunken night the night before and was so miserable. And I was like, got up and it's like, I'm I'm going, you know. And so, and I'm not saying that's a, you know, I'm not trying to justify it, but it was like so many little moments, you know, I mean, when I first met my wife, I had a little liquid courage and there's nothing wrong with, you know, drinking. I just am the type of guy that I'm going to take it to the next level. I mean, I remember going to dinners with Dave and he'd be like, I was one glass of wine. I was like, you just, you literally can just have one glass yeah, like, of how wine. How do you do that? That's like, how I feel how too. Do like, do how that? do you do anything? Like yeah. once I want, once one, I'm going. Mm-hmm. And so it was just obvious. I mean, all the signs were there and, um, it is. It's a. It's it's an interesting journey, and I think I was blown away at, at like how many people, you know, could relate that weren't even addicts themselves, you know, or alcoholics. It's just the family it touches everybody, family members, and all this stuff. And um, you know, that was kind of too what I keep telling myself with this song. It's like I don't know what journey it's going to take, but all I know is if it feels authentic and it feels true. It already feels like it's you know it's spoken to to to, to people and. I mean, gosh, that's what we got into this for was to, ha- you know, have some songs like that and, um, you know, to write songs like that as, as writers. And, um, you know, the title actually came from, you know, I, I, I went somewhere and uh, did some work on myself and had written that down. I was like, it was almost like a goodbye letter to alcohol. And I was like, I was like, goodbye, whiskey, you know, go to hell. You took me as far as you could. <laughs> and I was like, that's a good title. And so when we came in and started, you know, I was like, I want to write a really honest song and. It was it was a special moment, I think, for the three of us. When you write that song, and again, you're writing it because it is so personal, are you going, we're going to write this because I just need to get this uh, somehow encapsulated into music? Do you write this as in, I do want to share this, it's a Lady A song? Where did you plan, like level two? You wrote it now. Yeah, I, I, honestly, we were just writing. Uh, I think we were just writing it, and... Um, you know, and I, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't know if it was going to be me, uh, you know, a Lady A song. I mean, honestly, I, I think Dave and I both would agree. I mean, we were picturing it as a Lady A song. Uh, and Hillary just was like, Charles, this is your story. And she was like, I almost am afraid to throw harmonies on it and take away from the rawness and the authenticity, I think, of your journey. And, um, you know, because she, she had a, just an amazing Grammy winning song, you know, her Christian song, Thou Will. And I was like, you know, maybe it's like that. Like that was her story and so personal. 
and we can have, you know, be able to put some stuff out, but I think it all still goes towards that Lady A, the sound. I mean, we did it the other night. It was our first show back yeah, man. in awesome. Orlando, and it was just one of these special moments that we had, you know, to play that song. And so, you know, I'm hoping it can kind of live alongside just all our, our body of work. And, you know, we're working on um, some new music as a band as well. And just, I think just, you know, maybe this can all lead us into some more longevity is kind of what I look at it. Well, Dave's here too, just in case you thought they didn't like each other. <laughs> like, it's it's Charles Kelly, it's Dave, and uh, and Jimmy Robbins in place of Hillary, <laughs> which is not well. But I do I do like the fact that this is, it really is your story, mm-hmm. and it needs to be told by you with the attention on you, so what you're saying can be heard and then not be watered or not be um, interpreted anyway, except by a, a singular voice because it's yeah. such a singular journey for others yeah for yourself and others i think that's mm-hmm. so true and honestly I, I applaud hillary for kind of you know recognizing that because we were dave and i both you know wouldn't lie we were like oh man this is i love this kind of sound and this message from us as a band and um you know i think it, it looking back now i'm like man she was right you mm-hmm. know and i gotta applaud like dave and jimmy i mean when we wrote it it just had this thing where like, I was just kind of just throwing out some things. I said, yeah, I said, it's probably why I moved to Nashville. And Jimmy just goes, so I moved to Nashville, I almost left. And I was like, we were off to the races. Mm-hmm. And I know that I couldn't have gotten it out in such a poetic way, you know, even though it wasn't their journey. But Dave has gotten to see it, you know. And so, um, I mean, we were tearing up. It was, yeah. a, it was a really therapeutic moment. And, and it's a journey, man. I mean, I, I, we still got a ways to go with the bands and, and you know, a lot of, you know, we've we, uh, I've done a lot of repair, but there's it's kind of almost like a living repair. I'm gonna, you know, really gotta because I've tried before, you know, and and like you had said, trying to do it on your own or do it for somebody else, you're just white knuckling it. It's not gonna work long term. It only takes one drink to get you right back where you were, and so and it was, you know, it only had gotten worse. Here is Charles Kelly with his song "As Far as You Could." Charles Kelly, great. What, what's what's the goal with this song? Because you write it, then yeah. you record it, then you decide you're going to put it out. and yeah. know, What's the goal? Because it's something bigger than just putting a song out, obviously. Yeah, I um, I mean, to reach people. I mean, it really, uh, you know, it's been such an up and down journey. And, you know, as an artist and things that work, things that don't work. And I have a big part of even this journey of the work I've been doing is just letting go and chasing the art and letting go and, you know, putting putting my my stock and my happiness in the, in the, the process and, uh, and not the outcome. I mean, I didn't even think it was going to be something even considered putting it out as a single, but, um, Scott Borchetta, you know, big machine was just, he just really is passionate about it. Same thing with Ryan, uh, and, and Jimmy over at the label and, and, and my team. And they just were like, this is a powerful message. I don't know if anybody knows what it's going to do, but, it already feels like it's, I mean, it's already, I got it out. I mean, even one of the reasons of getting it out, I couldn't hold it in anymore. And, um, you know, and, and we were in, in our last label meeting, it was like, Oh, well, let's go in there and do this with lady a. And everybody's like, Hillary's like, let's step back. And Dave like, you know, let's not get ahead of this. It was like, I got to get this out right now. And just, you know, I, I, I got to get it off my chest. And so I think that was the biggest thing was just getting it out there and whatever journey it takes. I mean, it's already done so much for me and, and, and some of the stories I've heard my wife, I think that's, she probably gets more people reaching out to her, you know, other wives that are going through this. How do you deal with it? What's the best way? And, and it's given her so much purpose and she's doing so much work around it that 
again, it's like it's just bringing us together in this whole different way. And I was like, even if that's the journey of the song, I don't, I don't know. Um, I think I just want to let go of 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 it and uh, enjoy it, you know. And well, I appreciate your vulnerability. Thank you, man. I mean, you can still sing. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. You know. And I didn't say one inappropriate thing on the show. That's I really think it's the first time. There's still a couple minutes left. We <laughs> still got lunchbox, you know, in here. Don't worry. By still... the way, you're my favorite. I love all you, but he makes me laugh so much. I'll get on Instagram. When Ray, I cut the bit. A... Cut the bit, Ray. <laughs> when I need like a good laugh, it is just awesome. He reminds me. I feel like we would be best friends because we just don't really – we have no filter. <laughs> My filter's a little bit less, but it's still there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jimmy, you know I'm a big fan of you too. Yeah. You've been on before with Marin, with I mean, I to, when when Charles says something like you just said, you know, brought me to Nashville, and you're like brought me to Na-. like. So if I were just to go, ate some Fruit Loops this morning. How would you say? How would you oh, just throw that out there? That's a good one. Man, I don't, I don't know. Be <laughs> <laughs> about your kid. I'm a lot like these Fruit Loops. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a lot like. It's like, what would the what would that melody be though? Like, uh, uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. yeah. Eat some fruit loops this morning. Yeah, there it is. See? Nice. But my spoon was dirty. Yes, it was. My wife told me to unload the dishwasher. But I never started it to begin with. Now I'm sick. Cause I ate dirty Fruit Loops from a dirty, dirty spoon. And now I got E. coli on my diarrhea soon. Toucan Sam wants to kill me. Cause he hates this song. It all started because I did my wife wrong. Thank you very much, everybody. We wrote that. I wrote it by myself. You guys get no credit. Thank you. That was great. Thank you. Because I did my wife wrong. I thought you were going to get back to something. No, I wasn't. I wanted to go where I had no business going, which was just find a word that rhymed, boys. That was it. That was great. Look, Charles, I, I love it. I love what you're doing, what it's doing, and what's going to happen. You have no idea that's going to happen. Yeah. Because all that has to be open for you to even pursue this because you're going to get pulled and tugged and it's going to be hard to sing it. It's going to be awesome to sing it. And yeah. you're sometimes you may be like, man, I'm, I'm over singing it. <laughs> and sometimes you're like, I wish I could sing it more, but I just respect it. Thank you, man. Cause it is so hard to just open up your rib cage and be vulnerable and be vulnerable and sharing things that maybe you didn't do right. Yeah. That you can now do way right, and other people can hear the same. So yeah. that's a that's a word vomit for me, but I no, thank I, you, I respect it, and I'm I'm super proud for you, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate yeah. you. I really and do. Dave, Jimmy, yeah, man, you guys are cool. Anyway, <laughs> I just something I think would be cool to hear is from you, Dave. Is what's the coolest thing that you've noticed in this? Oh yeah, that's... season for Charles. Like, what's 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 it done for you? Yeah, you I mean, gosh, he'll, he'll always be Charles, but he's just changed his. Uh, demeanor and energy in such a positive, healthy way. He's taken all of that energy that he has, which is awesome, and put it into so much good. I mean, I'm just proud of him. I mean, to be honest, like, this is bigger than a song for me. I mean, I've been friends with him since we were 10, 11, 12. I mean, writing that day, we were all just kind of crying. I'm just proud of him. I mean, this is more than just a song out there. I mean, this is him making life changes that I'm so proud to stand by him in and proud to, to, to stand alongside. I told him, I was like, I'll play this as much as you want. You know, it's your story and it's vulnerable. And I haven't found a circle of people that 
haven't been impacted in some way um, by this song, the stories that I've heard personally that, I mean, I know there's a, a great mission with this song, you know, wherever it lands. So I'm just so, I'm super proud of him. This is awesome. <laughs> if you need a mocktail sommelier, I'm your guy. Yeah, there you go. I do it for Jake constantly. I'm like, actually, you'll like a little citrus in this one, nice. Jake. And get a salt. If you're going to get a mocktail margarita, be sure to get extra salt. Yeah. So hit me up. I'll lay it down. Uh, Charles Kelly, great. Love it. You guys are awesome. And by the way, check out Fruit Loop Spoon coming out featuring, yeah, yeah, yeah. featuring, yeah, yeah. featuring Lady Abe really yeah, soon. Yeah. yeah, I put it out and stream yeah. it. It's me featuring oh Lady, and they have no idea. <laughs> now that would be awesome. All right, thank you, Charles. Good to see you, buddy. Thank you, All right, there, Charles Kelly, everybody. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan Number Two. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Y'all love to hear Amy's glitches, and they happened again recently, but even more so than that... Scuba Steve turned one of her glitches into an EDM song, so it's like something you could hear at a Las Vegas club, and people are loving it. Some people are even requesting that I get put on streaming services so you guys can listen to it. Y'all are crazy, but in case you missed it, here's Amy's glitch being turned into a song. Number five. Sometimes I think I'm living in a simulation. 
you wouldn't know it if you were. And sometimes I see little glitches. And a lot of times it's from Amy. Where it's something where I'm like, that was not supposed to happen. Or she says something. Once, we were talking about the McBoat at McDonald's. And she just started short-circuiting. So here is the full clip of that. So you can paddle up on a dock, place your order, and then it's brought out to you by the staff. And it's called McDoat McMon... She was supposed to say <laughs> called McBoat. And I don't know how I turned to this. McDoat McMon... Something short-circuited. That yeah. was a glitch in the simulation. That was crazy. Here's a new glitch. For me? Yes. This clip is from one of our blind karaoke bits. Here is the original clip, and you decide what she's trying to say. Now I know if that were to happen to an artist. I put mine in that pocket usually. Oh. Because she had the pack on and it fell. The pack is what you can listen to. So, you know, you put it on your belt or the back of your pants, or I put mine in my pocket if I'm on stage. And it fell, and this is what she said. Now I know if that were to happen to an artist. I put mine in my back pocket usually. Oh. She's having a breakdown. Amy. There's a glitch in the system. We're living in a simulation. One more time, the last one. Now I know if that were to happen to an artist. That's not English. No. Another language is programmed into her, and the wrong one's coming out. I don't know. So, I don't know if you like dance music, but here's this song based on that. I put mine in my back pocket usually. Oh. Wow! That's a great song. DJ Scuba Steve. I wonder if that's a hit in another universe. (laughs) Or in Germany right now. (laughs) (laughs) No, not now. Scuba did that? Yeah. That's not bad. DJ Scuba Steve. Thank you. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. It's employee of the month time, but not just for January. It was also for December. We combined the two since we were gone on holiday vacation. We found out who won, who did the best between those two months. And this time, not only did people not do their... Uh, acceptance speeches before they actually won. This time we shared why we think we should win. So it was a little bit different this time around. And who won definitely deserves it. Listen, everybody on our show deserves it. But this was a, a funny one to listen to and hear what everybody does every day and why they think they should be employee of the month. Number four. It's time to award the employee of the month for here at the Bobby Bone Show. You can win up to $300 if you're employee of the month. Lunchbox is eliminated. Because he is serving a suspension. Uh, not he, suspension. I was you can blocked. be back next month. You're I'll just, be back next month, and that means the crown will be on my head. You guys enjoy your little pity party while you're at it. Well, you there's know. no pity party. Someone will be recognized, though. Yeah. So I want to recognize the person who's done the best. The best storylines. Who has shined. Who's allowed others to shine. If you win, pick your prize. You got money. You got self-promotion. You got blocking somebody else. So when I come to you, you tell me why you should be the employee of the month. And maybe it's so good if you weren't. Maybe I go, that's a good point. Now they are. First up, Raymundo. Why should you be employee of the month? 
I continue to make the listeners closer to the show in Vegas. DJ Tootie Q, he hit me up. He needed a birthday video from Bones. Boom, I got it from Bones. A listener wanted another birthday call from Bones. I said, Bones, FaceTime midnight. He didn't answer, but dang it, I tried. Can I win employee of the month? Oh, wow, yeah. You're doing a lot of work, too. Yeah. Okay. So Ray annoyed you with requests Ray, from listeners. you're eliminated. You're not employee <laughs> of the month. Lunchbox, I'm sorry. You don't even get to read a speech. But if you'd like to have 15 seconds to explain why you should be let back in this week, this month, you can. Yeah, guys, the show doesn't go without me. All right, that's it- enough. Thank you. <laughs> Time's up. Mm-hmm. That wasn't 15 seconds. I know. Morgan. <laughs> Why should you be Employee of the Month? Well, I feel like I deserve Employee of the Month because every week I spend over 70 hours working to keep our social media and digital platforms running and always up to date with everything that you guys talk about on air. Plus, I have to deal with a lot of mean people online. And, you know, I stay positive through it all. And I've been really open about my crazy dating life as well. So All solid stuff. Yeah. Great job, Morgan. You are an asset to the show, but you're not Employee of the Month this month. Amy's our returning champion. Amy, why should you be Employee of the Month? Okay, I feel like I've been working really hard on bringing good energy into the show. I do breathing exercises while I drive in. I try to want, I hope, the best for everybody on the show. I brought the Stevenson Show, which has now been played a few times, something I do with my son. And I had calls from the elderly. Well, let's not call them that. Older listeners that have wisdom for us, and they all called in. Just ideas and topics. There we go. Thank, Thank you. you Amy. That was a run-on sentence. You are not employee of the month. Like, oh, yeah. Lunchbox, I'm sorry to cut you off. Good energy. Thank you. I mean, I was just like, if you're going to cut me off, what yeah, are we doing go ahead. here? Go ahead, Lunchbox. That was sorry. fine. Go ahead. 15 it was seconds. fine. Without me, there would be no show. The energy is me. You say you bring energy. Who brings the drama? Who gets people fired up on those phones? The only reason people tune in is say, what is Lunchbox going to say next? And that's why they're here in 2023. You know what? Wow. You're back in contention, Lunchbox. Yeah! Let's go! All because of that. Let's go! You're back in contention. I like it. Let's I like, go! I like the energy. Woo! I even do a breathing exercise. You just yelled in my face. Eddie, yeah. why should you be employee of the month? I have one thing to say, Bones, and that's hottest gummy bear in the world. Look, I have a that confession was, to make. That was December. This is oh. employee of the month. Look, I have a confession. I really liked Amy's gifts, but I knew at that moment I was going to have to go for that luxury gift. So maybe I have to take the hottest gummy bear, the hottest chip, whatever, for the show. These are the stupid things I do for the show. Therefore, I deserve to be in play of the month. Uh, yeah, I did hot chip. Eddie, you're still in it. Yeah! Let's go to Abby. Abby, you're answering the phones. You're producing bits behind the scenes. Why should you be employee of the month? Okay, I think I deserve to win because I really put myself out there this month and trusted y'all with my dating life, and I usually embarrass myself in the process. But I especially think I should win for sending the most cringeworthy message, no offense, Bobby, um, to a guy that I've ever sent. Plus, I have to listen to a hater in the studio every time I talk about it. So That'd be Lunchbox. Pick me to Abby's win. the one who eliminated Lunchbox from the game, so I can't really go against that. Lunchbox, you're eliminated again. You're not employee of the month. Oh, wow. <laughs> I totally okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Well, so it's between Abby and Eddie. Wow. We know know one. Who? No, we don't. It's Eddie. Why? Because he deserves it, maybe. Uh, Eddie the dad. He had a couple good Eddie the. If he did, it's not for the gummy. The employee. It's not for the gummy bear. Gummy bear was awesome. I did the chew. This employee is a hero. He broke up a fight and shared the the heroic story with us. Because of him backing out on tickets to For King and Country, they came and performed one of the best of the entire year. Oh, I forgot about that. He won easy trivia. He's back to dominating <laughs> games. 
unless I'm playing. He admitted to making his kids eat out of the garbage. He shared an important scam alert after his dad basically had to cancel his identity. He ate the hottest gummy bear, and he performed Feliz Navidad. His performance was great. Dang! What a run, Eddie. You are the employee of the month. I'm telling you, 90% of those bits you just said, I forgot about. That's crazy. I know, same. You're doing so many good ones. So what would you like, Eddie? You got a few options here. You can eliminate... You could keep Lunchbox out another month. I could do that. That'd you, be fun. You could do some self-promotion, or you could spin the wheel of cash. Mm, I do like the self-promotion because you of my TikTok. You get two spins on the wheel if you want it. Bones, during this whole bit, I keep staring at that wheel. And there are only two slots that I really want. The spin again three times and the $100. What about the 20 or the 50 oh, Those are nice. Those are nice. But you, when you said you can win up to $300, I was like, okay, this is where it's at. So I'm going to take my chances, Bones. You want it, too. You get two spins. Two spins. Let's go. And if you like the first one, you keep it. But if you don't like it, you, you have to spin again. Correct. And you have to go with whatever that second spin is. You got it. Let's spin that wheel. Come on. $100. $100. There it is. Five, hey. $5. Hey, that's hey. good. $5. Now, do you want to sit on five or do you want to spin again? There's a lot of ones out there. You know what? How cool would it to be, be to go home, tell my kids I want employee of the month, and show them the five dollar bill? I'm gonna take the money, bro. Taking the money. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, I can't risk it, guys. Last time I spun the wheel, it was dollars. Do you want to know what it would have been? Yeah. Let's spin, spin that wheel. wheel. It's gonna be a hundred. I mean, I've never seen. A dumber. Oh, see? Good ah, job. see? There you go. Eddie. Thank you, you Bones. Such a wimp. Here's your cash. Come on up and accept. Five dollars. Hey! Employee of the month, Eddie. You did great. Thank you, Bones. Congrats, Eddie. You Thank guys you. have been put on notice. I'm back. Oh. So, I'm back. So what does that mean? <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> are the you, heat, are right? you warning us you're gonna do a great job? The heat For a month? is coming. Oh no. The heat is coming. Consider me scared. <laughs> Mm, who will I block next right, month? Luke Combs. <laughs> but you got to be a great employee to be able to block somebody. Don't worry. Okay, I'm not. <laughs> it's the best bits of the week show. with Morgan number two. Another really awesome raw interview we had on the show this week was with Morgan Evans. He stopped by to perform his song Over For You, which when we played it on the show, y'all loved it and could not get enough of this song. So, of course, we had to have him come in the studio and perform it live, which also you guys loved and really cool and that's another performance you can check out at bobbybones.com but not only that during his time when he was on the show he opened up about the very public divorce that he went through is going through and it was just really cool to hear from morgan hear his perspective on things and how he's been doing recently so overall an awesome incredible interview and performance so go check out the performance on bobbybones.com but here is that interview with morgan and bobby now Number three. You may know him from his number one song, Kiss Somebody. Sometimes you gotta kiss somebody. He grew up in New South Wales in Australia. Started surfing at age 13. At five, he played piano. At 11, he played horn. You know, love him. He's a friend. And he was playing a show in Australia. And this is like right as all the news about him and Kelsey Ballerini's divorce was coming out. And he goes out and he takes a deep breath and he plays a song I never heard before. And it was about it was a very personal song called Over For You. Here's a clip of that. It's the first time he's been anywhere to perform this. Super pumped. And let's do it now. Here he is, Morgan Evans. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Morgan Evans. Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you. It feels like, Amy, this has been my experience with Morgan over the last six months. Hey, you in town? No, I'm not in town. Okay. Is that how you read his text? Yeah. Okay. 
And then he's, I'm here. I'm not here. And then we do this. And this is literally the first time we've seen each other. Yeah. But we've tried. We've been trying to get a game of pickleball going. We've been tr- we've been trying. Yeah. That's why I don't know that I've ever walked in and just hugged anybody before. If I saw Morgan, I didn't give him a big hug up there. Just because, like, my friend, I haven't seen you forever, man. It's been a long time. Golly, your hair's all it. long. Good to see all you guys. Yeah, and that's not that good to see them. It's really good to see me, <laughs> though, really to be honest. To yeah. Yes. Your hair's growing. You growing, growing boy? <laughs> you. Growing boy, yeah. Yeah. What's, uh, what's been happening? Man, I just got back from Australia. I spent Christmas down there. Almost a month. And I heard. It was awesome. Christmas in Australia is cool because it's warm. Yeah, it was like a little snapshot mm. of summer and uh, spent so much time with my family and old mates and I've got all these little nieces and nephews now and they all know who I am now, which is Oh, great. because you actually are around. Yeah, they're, they're all three, like three, four, one, two, so mm. the, like I know them from FaceTime and so now it's really nice to have a real connection. You are um, without shoes in a lot of your pictures, especially when you're being active. And so, but there's a guy who keeps offering Amy money for, for feet pictures. And Is so, right? would you, if somebody messaged you and said, hey, I'll give you 200 bucks for close ups of your feet and only your feet, would you do that? No. Nah. You would, even though your feet are already for free on, on your Instagram? Well, yeah, to be clear, I'm being offered $250. Oh, my bad. So, I didn't mean to under, undervalue you. <laughs> Would you what? do feet pictures? Where is that on the hierarchy of feet value? No idea. Like, we, have, we haven't seen a what's chart. What's the most valuable feet picture we only know her value okay i tried to sell him some of mine and, and it was no. far lower yeah. but now he wants giant pictures of her with her feet right near the camera and she's standing her head small and he's offered even more that's pretty specific <laughs> that's what I'm saying. it's like giant nests or something so and you, all weird. you have to do is just make your foot or hand look big that's all i would have to do and he said he'd pay me I mean, I'm not going to do it. Wait, but. do you reply to this person? No. We well, talk about him on the show all the time. Yeah. Yeah, right. But you're someone who is at the beach a lot, and I wonder, yeah. since it's already readily available, would you also take money? Well, maybe because it's so available, I've never been offered money for it. I do get asked this question a little bit, which I think is equally as interesting, which is, are your feet ticklish? Do you get ticklish? Hmm. Right. It seems like a common, like, multiple people... Question. What? Never thought about that. Yeah. And if I, uh, I don't even know what it means. I search the computer history of whoever asked that question. <laughs> Wait, you don't know what that means? Oh, I don't. I don't do any more than read it and then move on from it. So I haven't like looked into where it comes from. But are they? Yeah. What are they, are they ticklish? Uh, I I don't know. Maybe sometimes. Take take them off. We do it right now. <laughs> Let's try. We do it right now. <laughs> um, okay. Look. Let's just let's get to the nitty gritty. You you played this song that you're about to play. You played it at a live show. We saw it on TikTok. I ripped the audio off TikTok and just played it on the air. The whole thing. It's a phone version. It sound your your performance was great, but the audio quality was pretty terrible because it was just somebody recording it. Right. Uh, then I know some people that know some people, and I got a bored version of you play, of that. And, you know, I didn't know if you're going to get upset at me for, ha- for having it and playing it. I didn't ask permission because I didn't want you to say no. And I felt like the song was really good and you would be grateful later, hopefully, if that ended up being a single. And right. so we had that and I was playing it. And then it became your single now. And so I want to go back to that night because whenever you walked out, it sounded like you didn't say anything to the crowd. It sounded like you were a bit emotional before you played it. Is that true or were we putting too much into that? I mean, it's very true that it was an emotional time. The and, first and, time you played, were you like, yeah. were you, th- I guess my question is, were you thinking about, okay, should I play this tonight? And did you make the decision right then and there? Or were you like, I'm going to play this new song I just wrote? No, no, it was a then and there thing. It was a moment in the show that was always going to be the, okay, the band leaves the stage and then it's a piano moment. But uh, there was a couple of options that I had to do that night of different piano versions of different songs. And um, I'd just written this song um, over for you the week before. 
and I hadn't even shown anyone. Like I hadn't even sent it to my management or anything. But um, did you write it by yourself? I'd been playing it a lot. Did no, write- I, I wrote it with a couple other people here in town. So how vulnerable is that? That you go. Yeah. I mean, it's songwriting is very vulnerable when it's very personal. Yeah. And you go and you go and write this <laughs> yeah. song. This has been happening. You got to. Yeah. Tr- you have to trust those two. And I'm assuming they're people you've written with before. Yeah, one of them was. Two of them I met that day. Oh boy! Hello, I'm it Morgan. Was, um, here. <laughs> it was, I don't know. I don't know how or why it happened. I guess some things just happened for a reason. I, it was the only song I wrote in four month period, and I went into that session because I particularly I was a big fan of um, a couple of people in the room, and then one of my really good mates was in there, um, and I thought I need to do something creative because I, you know, this is what I do. It's like a, an outlet, and I sat in the corner of the room, and I just looked at everyone. I was like. Guys, I'm going to be completely useless in this session unless I just tell you what's going on. You know? Were they like elephant in the room? They knew you were. It was a difficult season, and they were like, "Does he want to? Do we? Do we even write a song? Because there's just so much right. there. If it's how was that? Uh, I don't know if that that part of it ever had a chance to happen because I just said, I just said, look, yeah, let's just do this. Well, the song is so good. I mean, if you write it or you wrote it for somebody else, song's good by itself, regardless Thank of whatever you. story it is. But the personal story makes it, it doesn't matter whose story, but a personal story adds value to anything creative because we feel, as the person who's listening, consuming, we feel like it is, it's like authentic and legitimate. Right. And that's the goal. It is. And as a, a songwriter, I feel like that aspect of it I'm really proud of. And, and the I think the pride of it comes from after sharing it, seeing how that level of vulnerability and personal writing is actually the thing that most widely relates to people. Yeah. And the amount of messages and comments I get on social media now, they're so great. And they're like, it's so much more than, hey, I love that song. Or that show was so fun. It's like, thank you for writing that song. Thank you for putting into words how I felt or how I feel. Thank you for letting me know I'm not alone. And those kind of things mean so, so much. Um, having gone through a situation like that, seeing that it helps other people going through situations like that, um, yeah, it's really a big deal. Morgan Evans is here. He's got a, a keyboard piano. Now, is that one of those keyboards that plays for you? Or, the key, or are you actually going to play? <laughs> yeah, you know I how wish. the ones that would like play? No, the keys. Okay, yeah. so, but it's not. You're actually going to play. I'm going to use my hands. Okay, just making yeah. sure. I'm just showing how legitimate he is as an artist all around. The guy plays all the instruments. How funny he becomes in and just starts playing the samba. He pushes <laughs> the wrong button and it's done. Dun. Okay, here he is. Morgan Evans with his song, Over For You. Morgan Evans. Wow. Thank you. The only thing that I can relate, just a bit of my story to this here is, and it's not the only thing, but when I would write like my first book, I had to, I didn't have to, but I revealed some very personal things that I'd never revealed before, and it felt a little uh, embarrassing. Is not the word, but I would like talk about some really uh, personal things about my mom and um, addiction and struggles and things that I felt people were going to feel sorry for me for. And so I was like, I don't want people to feel sorry for me. And I was embarrassed that they might. But then when people started to come up to me at like shows, when I would I'd go and do, they would go, Hey, that part. And it'd be that specifically. They would go, that's the part. They go, I related so much to that. The one that, the thing that I was so worried about, the thing that I was like, man, when people hear this, they're going to think less of me or they're going to think they're going to feel sorry for me. And I didn't want them to feel sorry for me. I was using that as an outlet to, share but it was that that people related to the most Mm. and i wonder if that was similar with you where you're going i'm going to do this song it's so personal and like you said you didn't expect 
people to just be like, I needed that song for me, not for mm. not just listening to your story. Like they needed it for them. And all these people hearing that, your very personal story, but then also finding their own story inside of it. There's got to be some something in that that makes you feel great that you didn't expect. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I had no expectations for it. I'm not sure if you had expectations for those moments in that book. I've, I've read the book, by the way. It's great. Thank you. Um, well, I've heard that song. It's really yeah. good, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's great for that reason, though. And I think the same reason that I feel like people kind of um, have been reacting to this song. I, I literally played it that night on the festival because I felt like it was something that I needed to say, something that I needed to do. And it wasn't until after the show felt good to do that. And... Um, I didn't really get a choice in any of the rest of it because by the time I woke up, the time difference and stuff, someone like, you've played the song on the radio, TikTok's had this video shared however many times, and after that, it kind of just took on a life of its own in other people's lives. And so after that, I felt like, it's obviously always going to be my story, my song, but I feel like now that it's out there in the world, it's, it's everybody's who needs it to be. Was there ever a time where you thought, I may never put this song out? I may never play this song. We wrote it. Maybe it was just that cathartic experience of songwriting. Did you ever think, you know what, but I just might not ever play it? Yeah, 100%. Really? 100%, yeah. I mean, there's so many, especially when you first get to town and you're still you're kind of meeting different writing groups, there's so many rooms that you're in, in in Nashville where they're like, hey, we need to write a hit song today. You know, like that's the goal. The goal of this day was just dude sitting in the corner of a room just trying, yeah. just trying to make sense of a situation. And um, uh, that part of it creatively is really rewarding too. It's just like, hey, sit down, say what you got to say. Weird to have people in your business? Yeah, but they were in it anyway. I don't really get a choice of that. That, wasn't a, that, was, that. that was not an added part of this moment. No, rewind weird to have people in your business period even before the song came out in a way that that hadn't happened before totally i mean it was a high profile marriage yeah and with that you the spoils of it was great yep. and then also i gotta imagine though i just was so mad at people about i was just like i was def, I, you didn't even need to defend it and you you've handled this like so freaking mature and i just wouldn't have i, I just wouldn't i'd be i'd lit things on fire just for the sake of it and i was like <laughs> People on the internet. Now, right. I, I hear I, this is a very pro Morgan Evans show. And I was getting mad for you, and I kept going, Morgan's just acting like a mature adult. Maybe I should do that. You know, and I, that had to be tough to just have all these emotions and go, I got to worry about me and only me. Yeah. Because that's a beast when people just are wrong. Yeah. Right? They're just, it's, it's, so I commend you for that because I'd have been, I'd been canceled by now. Thanks, man. Yeah, it was really tough in that way. And I am, I mean, the only thing you control is you and how you feel and what you're doing. So I just, uh, thankfully, I have good people around me that would keep reminding me of that and keep me grounded in that way. And um, I'm, I'll always be grateful for that. I yeah. found, found some really, like, true friends in life and in business. And, um, yeah, I credit them with any of the... <laughs> Any of the smart well, decisions I made. Like you really learn who, like who your folks are when, yeah. when, when times aren't the best, when there's really no huge benefit for them to be your folks yeah. other than friendship and love. Yep. That's when you really learn who, you, who your people are. Absolutely. And that's the real benefit of a time that really isn't that beneficial, you know? And I think we've all been through them. Uh, this song's great. You're great. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm in love with you. 
<laughs> Thanks, man. I it's am. mutual. I hope that makes you happy. I'm in love with you. you. I'm in love with Morgan Evans. I said it. Wow. I said it. It's out there. I said it. I think one of the most beautiful lines, which may even speak to the maturity Bobby's talking about, is I would have let go if you wanted me to. Right. That's a certain level of where someone is to recognize if you need, even though it's so painful, if you need me to let go, I would have done it. Right. What's what's the deal of the two? Because you, you, you're going to go and you're going to promote the song, obviously, but it's not like you want to go to every interview talking about your divorce, honestly. How are you going to handle no, that? No, I really don't I know, do that. But, but you wrote a song. I mean, but I just wonder how <laughs> you're going to handle that because you're going, I wrote this song. It's the yeah. single. I'm here to talk about the single. It's just, a, how, how are you going to handle that? I mean, I feel comfortable with you guys. So sure. it's like, if I'm going to do it anywhere, I'll do it here. But um, I, I don't know. Ask me in a few months, I guess. Mm. Yeah. We'll specifically ask him that. We'll only bring him in yeah. to do that one question. <laughs> yeah, bring me back for so one how, question in three months. <laughs> uh, you, you still, you working out? Yeah. Like you good physically? You you hitting hard? Yeah. I'm not doing the dry January thing right now. Ray did that. pretty good about it. Ray did it for six days. And then he came on the show and said, I quit. (laughs) So it was a real, he's like, I'm doing dry January. Yeah. And then he's like, I quit. We're like, why? He goes, I don't know. It's Saturday. And so I hope you have, yeah, you're you're done. You're good now. Yeah. Well, look, I, you know, I drank enough beers in Australia over Christmas to like last me through January, I think. (laughs) So what in Australia, the beer culture there. Is, there, is it 21, first of all, to drink beer? No, it's 18. Okay. Is yeah. it a loose 18? Meaning if you're 16, is it like... Oh, no. They're pretty strict about the, they are. the 18, yeah. Mm. Yeah, pretty strict about most things in Australia, actually. Is there an Australian beer that you really like that when you come to the States, you're like, dang, I wish they had uh, um, Koala Light. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, Koala Light would be you awesome. You probably make that. It'd probably yeah. work in America. <laughs> but, um, yeah, look, there's so many beers back home now. It's like... Um, all the little microbreweries when I used to live there are now, like some of those are big beers. I, I quite enjoy just going along and trying every tap along there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Anything else, guys? This is it. This is our time. I want, I, we I don't, want, I, listen, I try, to get him, I try to hang out with him all the time. He's never around. I th- what I think is he sits at home and goes, I'm in Australia. Then he's got to post pictures in Australia on his Instagram so as to not blow his cover because <laughs> he doesn't want to hang out. Yeah. He's like, well, I told him I'm in Australia. So uh, go ahead, Eddie. No, along with the beer conversation, like a lot of people yeah. talk about Fosters, you know, like yeah. Fosters for beer. Like, oh, is, yeah. Is that big in Australia or is that just big here? I think at one point it was big in Australia, like maybe in the 70s or something like that. But I think most of it's okay. made here now. Let's do it, Eddie. Yeah. Right. Fosters. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I do keep, I do keep Fosters back. on the bus. They have Fosters on the bus in oh. case someone asks that question and then they have to drink it. So if you come on the bus, remember that. Boomerangs, Bones. Outback yeah. Steakhouse. Yeah. We're going to do all the generic stupid things that everybody, Eddie's opened it up. Outback Steakhouse. Do they have them there? Um, I don't think so. Okay. I've never been to an Outback Steakhouse. We oh, should go to one of those We should go. Together. Yeah. Oh my we gosh. Should. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. I'm going to take you and we're going to document <laughs> your yeah. first ever. That's hilarious. Well, that is. Okay, but I'll probably be like, hey, where are you? I'm in Australia. Bro, I just saw you at the show three hours ago. There's no way you can be in Australia in three hours. I'll post a qualifying picture straight up. Yes. Though. Meat pies. Yeah. You just said, yeah. I don't know what that means. Well, Do you what? have them? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. that's still a thing? Oh, yeah. Ask him about the kangaroo. Well, oh, yes. Ask him about the kangaroo. This final question. It's not about you. And the, it, I think if you just said yeah. we're generically going to find a kangaroo, in Australia, yeah. doesn't matter. It's just law of averages, and you put it in front of me. I think I can whoop its butt. Fighting a kangaroo? Yeah, I would bet money on me. We're not finding one of those muscle ones that they put on the internet, and we're also not going to get a baby. It's just a ran- random kangaroo. You put it in front of me. I think I could whoop a kangaroo's butt. Okay, go. 
do I think, would I back you over the kangaroo? You, yeah, they say, here's $10,000, who are you betting on? To the death. To the death? Yeah, I mean, look, there's different kinds of kangaroos, right? You've got the gray kind, which are around the coastal areas where mm-hmm. most people live. And yeah, I'll definitely whoop them. You've got those big red <laughs> muscly ones yeah, whoop inland. Yeah. yeah, but they don't, they don't have the agility I have. They're too many muscles. Are you taking on one of the big ones? I'm taking on a random kangaroo. It doesn't matter. They just grab one. They just draw the lottery. This kangaroo, whoop, average kangaroo. Averages, you'll beat an average kangaroo. What's up? Really? Yeah. What's up? An expert. Wow. You know what his, Australia. Do you know what his middle name is? Morgan Rue Evans. So don't tell me <laughs> that the guy doesn't know about kang- kangaroos. All right. Okay. All right, yeah. so you're going to Europe and you're playing these shows with Mitchell Tenpenny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you're doing those. I'm trying to see. And then you're doing the shows with Brett Young all like March through January, March, April, May. Yeah. I can do it with my fingers. I can do it in May. And then you're, you're all, I mean, you got a bunch of shows, huh? And then we're about to announce some dates for uh, the middle of the summer, too. Okay. Here, though. It's going to be a busy, going to be a busy year. Some here, here, though. Some here, some uh, Okay, abroad. stop with leaving. Yeah. God dang, man. <laughs> he's gone yeah. all the time. Like he's trying to create a good career for him all over the globe. Yeah. Country music is so fun to play all over the world right now. Are you a it's pop so star exciting. in Australia? Am I a pop star? Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. It doesn't mean you have to do pop music, but okay, are you pop star popular in that people know you that just don't know country music back home like do your songs get played on top 40 radio yeah yeah they get played on top 40 radio yeah um that's cool that's cool huh? we just got to do the new year's eve thing in australia which was one of the coolest the what gigs a new year's eve in australia like yeah. they set up a stage at the opera house in front of the bridge before they do the fireworks and stuff like that which felt like a good it was a very old genre show so i felt um good to be involved in that that's as, in as sydney the, the guy yeah the opera house yeah wow that's cool. i've been there I climbed up on that bridge. Did you? Yeah, they, cool, eh? they strap you in, and then they you walk up all the stairs, and the wind's blowing you like crazy. And I was just like, I'm just looking for Morgan. And they're like, walk to the top. It was, it was, ter- it was terrible. All right, you guys, at Morgan Evans Music, the song's over for you. Stream it so many times that you need to go to your doctor because you yeah. need some medicine to get you happy again. Love That's it. how much I think people should stream it. <laughs> uh, check it out and then see Morgan all over the world, basically. Uh, Morgan Evans. Morgan, good to see you, buddy. Thank you for performing that. You're amazing. And that is all. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. 
Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. If you want a good smile or have a good laugh this weekend, this segment is going to do it for you. The show attempted to sing Chris Stapleton's Tennessee Whiskey. And this all started because Bobby was over on TikTok and he saw artists covering Tennessee Whiskey and people in the comments were just going at him in a mean way, trolling, you know, not saying nice things. And Bobby's point is that this song is so hard to cover. And if anybody can even do it remotely well, that's awesome. And so he wanted to prove a point by having the show sing it. And nobody on the show is really singers besides... Bobby and Eddie have their comedy duo, which they do sing, and they do have good voices. But it was fun just to hear from a perspective of everyone singing Not Prepared Tennessee Whiskey. Number two. I watch people online sing Tennessee Whiskey, and it's just hard to do it like Stapleton did it. It's just hard. He is, his voice is so special. It's so distinct. I saw Kelly Clarkson sing it. She crushed it. But I'll watch these people sing it, and... And they're fine, they're good. And I'm like, dance. it's a hard song to sing. But then I watch people in the comments, like, torch them. And they're like, why are you singing this song? You're not good. I don't think people understand how hard this song is to sing. Like, and I've always wanted to do, where let's say the Olympics, if they were doing uh, swimming or sprinting. I, you know, we like to see a normal guy do it against the Olympians <laughs> yeah. to see just how advanced they are. Because when it's everybody who can fly, everybody looks the same. It looks effortless. But if you put yeah. Eddie out there running against Bolt, you're no like, chance. wow, that dude can run. Yeah. <laughs> if you put Lunchbox swimming against Phelps, you're like, dang, Phelps, he really is fast. So I just want to show everybody how hard this song is to sing, okay? Um, and, and you're all going to have a shot at it here oh, from the boy. chorus. And I really want you to try as hard as you can. Oh, man. Right. Oh. I want you to try. Are we trying trying to sound like Stapleton? No, or you're just trying to be sing yourself. It. Yeah. Like an artist. Yeah, just sing <laughs> and don't and try not to be funny. And if you're off, you're way off. Who cares? Okay. But you're going to go from the chorus where it's, you're as smooth as Tennessee whiskey. And if you need the the with you, pull it up. Got you're you're as, as sweet as strawberry wine. You're as warm as a glass of brandy. And honey, I stay stoned on your love all the time. Heck, if, you feel, if you're feeling randy, just keep going. To, <laughs> I've looked for love in all the same old places. Okay. okay. okay? <laughs> so let's see what happens here. All right, going first. Probably the guy who can sing the best on the show. Eddie, you're going to go first, but I want you to sing it hard. All right, man. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> you're as smooth okay. as Tennessee whiskey. Okay. You're as sweet Ooh. as strawberry wine. Okay. You're as Home as a glass of brandy. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Take it home. 
And honey, I stay stone on your love all the time. Okay, see, that's pretty good. Okay, yeah. That's pretty good. Woo! Dude, that was good. It's hard, that. though, right? It's hard. You wow. gotta chase it. So you gotta chase it. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Amy, you're going to go next. Okay, I have to follow that. Yeah, but at least you heard where to go in. Hey, go in. And, and Eddie will help you. Yeah, just go and be loud, and here we go. Here's Amy trying to sing Tennessee Whiskey. Go ahead. You're as smooth as Tennessee Whiskey. There she is. You're as sweet as strawberry wine. Stay stoned on your love all the time. Okay, good, good. Yeah, yeah. see how hard good. it is? It's That's tough. hard. It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> Pretty good. I like how you just stayed on one. Like, food. Uh, listen, I'd be bailing out earlier. Lunchbox, you want to take it home? Oh, yeah, I'll take it home, baby. Let's this. go. You got this. Do you? Okay. Do I what? You want us to help you come in? Absolutely. Do you have the words in front of you? <laughs> Absolutely. All right, let's go. You're as smooth as Tennessee whiskey. You're as sweet as strawberry wine. Okay, Daddy. You're as warm as a glass of brandy. Take it easy, homie. And honey. I stay stoned on your love all the time. Hey, I can't remember. All right. Hey. Hard, huh? What'd you think? I felt like I did pretty good. You did do pretty good for you. That that warm goes high. Yeah. Oh, it goes real high. Let's go to Ray real quick. Ray, you ready to take this home? Let's go. We're just showing people how hard this is. Go ahead. You're as smooth. Tennessee whiskey. You're as sweet as strawberry wine. Take a break. You're as warm as a glass of brandy. And honey, I stay stoned on your love. All the time. There you go. There you go. <laughs> We're going to respect it when someone tries to sing this song. Of yes. course. You know, someone's. Hey, you're up. Wait, wait, yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you yeah, not going to sing it? I'll sing it hard. I'll sing it hard. Okay. Come on. Let's go. I can't sing, but I'll sing it hard. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Eddie, cue me in. <laughs> you're as smooth as Tennessee whiskey. Woo. You're as sweet. <laughs> Strawberry wine. That's why. That's why I'm real good here. Your rest. It's a glass of brandy. And honey, I stay stoned on your love all the time. Yeah. 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 Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Need the address? Come sign us all to a record deal group. That'd be Five nice. Wait, 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 wait. Our professional singer is not going to sing. 
Abby. Yeah, Abby. I, I mean, about, I mean, wait, oh, she takes voice lessons. I, mean, I know, dude. but no, no, no. Let's, the problem. <laughs> let me just ask her, and then we'll wrap it up. Abby, do you want? I, we're, I'm definitely not a real singer. I only sing comedy songs, right? So I don't mind doing that hard song, embarrassing myself. But if you're not ready for it, I wouldn't want to put you there. So you don't have to. But we weren't. None of us were ready. Anyone we don't ready? Care. We don't care. We don't. We don't try to do this outside right. of here. Abby, if you don't want to, don't do it. This could probably ruin my then don't career. Do it career. <laughs> or it's it could awesome. jumpstart it. I mean, when you have your shot, you have your shot. If a record label walked shot in, every day, if a record label show. walked in Abby, right now and said, "Hey, sing," it. you don't have to do it. It's up to you. Chicken. I'm gonna pass. Okay, oh good. My All God. right, don't do it. I'll do it. No, don't don't fall for that. Don't let him pressure you. <laughs> she has passed. Okay, she has passed. Wing sauce. Wing sauce. She Not a real passed. performer. We are done. Abby, thank she you. She done. Exit stage left. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. It's always a fun day on the show when we do a fantasy draft. Y'all love these. You love seeing the perspective of a draft with different types of topics. And this week we did the best rivalries, which could mean so many different things. And basically what happened in this draft is we did take it in so many different ways from pop culture to personally to celebrities you may know. It just got a little wild and a little dicey. So, you know, it's out there. We all chose our teams and y'all voted. So if you still want to vote, you can go to bobbybones.com. It's pretty fun to see the draft, but you guys just love these. These are all y'all's favorites. And if you want to check out all of the drafts we have ever done, you can go to our YouTube page. There's a whole playlist of our drafts and there's some really good ones on there. But this, this may be one of my favorites. Number one. Famous rivalries. Let's draft them. Morgan, you get the first overall pick because we rolled the dice. You're up. Who do you have? Yeah, I mean, I'm a big superhero fan, so I have to do this. It's the Avengers versus Thanos. That's good. It's a big ri- rivalry. Yeah, yeah, and it's on brand, and it's a lot of people know it. Ah, good one. Mm. I didn't have that, but good one. Raymundo. Yeah, we're big in Boston, so I got to go Yankees and Red Sox. Good wow, one. that's yeah. a good one. That's a good one, too. I'm going to go Morgan Wallen versus his neighbor. <laughs> Oh, wow. That dude? Many. <laughs> yeah. The video guy, right? Yeah. He shot the video. <laughs> so that's going to be my rival, my famous rivals. Amy? I have Lunchbox versus Abby. Oh, good one. Ooh, Amy. That's a good one. Man, you guys are killing it. There are a lot of good ones here. Good job. Lunchbox? Well, Amy just, yeah. You were going to uh, do you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Tupac versus Biggie. That's a good one, too. Dang. That's a good one, too. Yeah. Dang. Okay. Ah. We're going to go back order now. Lunchbox will go first. Lunchbox, what do you have in your famous rivalries? Taylor versus Kanye. Yeah. That's a tough one. That's a weird situation. That was a weird one. When it happened, you were like, man, that's weird. But now that you're just farther <laughs> and farther away from me, you're like, that was bizarre. And then everything else he's done, too. Two strong ones. Lunchbox with Tupac and Biggie and Taylor and Kanye. Now, Amy, you've picked Lunchbox versus Abby is yours. Rude. Mm-hmm. What is your second one? Shoot. Kanye Taylor off the table now. <laughs> so let me go. Maren Morris versus Brittany Aldean. Mm, it's a good one. Oh, that's a, that's a real I good one. I had that on here, too. I was going to go the full Aldean family, <laughs> but good for you. That's a good one. Oh, it's a good one. I need to be a little bit traditional in this one. So I'm going to go Michigan, Ohio State. College football. That's big. But just Michigan, Ohio State. I needed one that's not just ridiculous. Bray? My boys. Sucks they broke up, but they're a heck of a rivalry now. Flaja. Florida Georgia. Oh! Big guy. 
guys from Florida Georgia Line. That's, That's a good, good one. Yeah, BK versus Tyler. Still go to the bar. FGL. Dang, that's a, that's a good one. I wish I'd have thought of that one. Does the bar split up like their pictures, like one side, one? And they draw a line to. in the middle like the Brady Bunch <laughs> when they're in a bedroom. Your side of the room. <laughs> wow, that's a good one. Okay, Morgan, your final of round two. Dang, you guys have all really good ones, but I, these are two big companies and everybody always fights over them. It's Apple versus Microsoft. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's a good, good. one. Hmm. You just gave me an idea. These are all solid or funny. This is going to be tough for the listeners to vote. So, Morgan, we'll go one more time up front. She has, as the two picks, the Avengers versus Thanos and Apple versus Microsoft. And this is famous rivalries or rivals. Go ahead, Morgan. Final one. Another big one for me that I love watching, staying in the movie realm. I'm doing Harry Potter versus Voldemort. Solid. I wouldn't pick that because I don't. I've, I guess I've seen the first one. You guys, I don't really understand. I had to watch but it. there's that's yeah, super was, popular. I was forced. Ray, you're up, buddy. Yeah, this one is gonna either make or break me. I'm just going Angel and Devil. I mean, that's solid the ultimate. Then it'll uh, make me. That's not bad. Yeah. Angel. All right, I'm gonna go Coke and Pepsi. Mm. Good one. Generic, uh-huh. but I'll go with it. Amy. Uh, Taylor Swift versus Ticketmaster. Okay. Two Taylors in there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I had a one, I had one too that I didn't use the Taylor one. What is one. it? Well, Lunchbox, you're up. Uh, he was talking about Taylor versus John Mayer. I wasn't, actually. Oh. Uh, he was talking about Taylor just, versus... Just go. Just go. Man, I got a... Mm, I don't know who to go here. I don't even know if Batman versus Superman is a rivalry. They had that movie, but I don't know if they're really rivals, so I'm not going to go that... I'm going to go Auburn versus Alabama. Solid. Morgan, you're done. That was it. I was last Everybody's done. Okay. Okay, here are your teams. The Avengers and Thanos, Apple and Microsoft, and Harry Potter and Voldemort. That's Morgan. I feel strong. Raymundo has Yankees and Red Sox. BK versus Tyler of FGL. (laughs) That one's funny. I love that one. And Angel versus Devil. Yeah! Solid. I have Morgan Wallen versus his neighbor who made the video. <laughs> Will you put that neighbor who made the video so people know? Michigan versus Ohio State and Coke and Pepsi. Amy has Lunchbox versus Abby. Marin Morris versus Brittany Aldean and Taylor Swift versus Ticketmaster. Lunchbox has Tupac and Biggie, Taylor and Kanye, and Auburn versus Alabama. That's a good one. It's all. It's be tough. I thought maybe Taylor versus every ex-boyfriend or screwed her over. <laughs> That's gonna be mine. Or Pete Davidson versus Kanye West. Oh yeah. Would have been one. Or Taylor versus Kim Kardashian. Oh, uh, I had Texas versus Texas A&M also. Same. Oh good. I had like McDonald's and Burger King, Nike and Reebok. I had me and the FCC. Oh, so well, I, I got a question. Were Leno and Letterman rivals? Are they yes. just on this? See, I had that, but then I was like, well, people know that they were rivals. No, no, no. That's part of it. So I didn't. Did you see Leno got his show canceled? Which show? The Cars hey, one? The car garage, because now he fell off his motor. He got clotheslined on his motorcycle, breaking a collarbone or something. So it didn't get canceled. He had no, no, to stop making it. But they canceled the show. That's, that's after a, he said, caught on fire? That's after he caught on fire. Well, it's been a bad time for Leno. Wow. Yeah. It's been a rough yeah. uh, so that's why vote, I didn't Go to bobbybones.com. Vote on the favorite team. Don't just vote on the top one. Vote on your full favorite team of rivals. That's a pretty good one. I feel like we could have done three more rounds of that stuff. Good job, everybody. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. 
All right, y'all, that's it for me today. It's so fun hanging out with you guys on the weekends. I hope you enjoy. I hope you have better weather than we do here in Nashville, Tennessee. It's definitely really cold and everybody's been staying inside. But if you don't have cold weather, please go out and enjoy it for us. And if you have cold weather, stay inside and maybe make the homemade hot chocolate that I made on my Instagram page because it will keep you nice and warm and cozy if you have to be dealing with snow, ice, or crazy weather right now. I love you all so much. I hope you have a fabulous weekend. Follow me on social media, all the things, at WebGirlMorgan, and, of course, the show, at Bobby Bone Show. Bye, y'all. The Bobby Bone Show. Bones. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Come.